Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today we're going to talk about why sobriety is not the goal. That's right, sobriety. For those of us struggling with addiction, whether it's porn or sugar or video games, sex, whatever your addiction is, drinking, gambling, shopping, exercising, working, whatever your addiction is, sobriety is not the goal. And so I want to talk about shifting our perspective today on how we see sobriety. Remember those early days of sobriety where it felt like a bit of a checklist, working the steps, giving a ring to the sponsor and accountability buddy, throwing in some prayers and meditation, and then, you know, also being of service to others, that felt inauthentic, right? Like, because you're like, I'm going through this checklist. It just feels like a series of things. And then you, you, you feel like, well, if I just do the checklist, then I'm good. If I can just get to sober, I'm good. Sobriety was the goal in the beginning. Um, and it was, it was smart to have that structured to-do list to stay on a straight and arrow, especially in the beginning. But over time, that whole going through a checklist, that structure, it, it became something more. It became a journey, a spiritual one. When we feel like we're going through a, a checklist of things to do, it feels fake. It feels false. It feels phony. It's almost like if you're, if you're talking to a robot, and that's not fun. And, and that's why I think a lot of times we get off that sobriety train uh, because we're like, okay, I'm going to go through it. I'm going to work the steps, yada, yada, yada. But if we can transform the, the thinking of what sobriety means and realize it's not really about working the steps. It's not, or it's not really about um, uh, being sober. It's really about learning how to be a better friend to ourselves. That's what it's really about, right? So we're trying to move it from this task-oriented thing, right, to kind of find a way to connect with ourselves. This kind of, think of it like a soul-searching adventure of like, who am I really? What do I really care about? Because here's the thing. When we struggle with addiction, the addiction makes us feel like that thing that we're addicted to is the solution for everything. It's all that we need and all that we want. That that food, that drug, that drink, it 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 in our head, it it's like it's our best friend. That's how we think about it. So what what I want to emphasize here is instead of making sobriety the goal or being sober the goal, the goal really is to learn how to be our own best friend, to be that thing that we think the thing we were reaching for is, when in reality it's not. It's ephemeral. It's a, it's a mirage, right? It's a, it, can, it can go right through our fingers like, like water. It's an apparition, a ghost. Um, but, it, but, it, but it looks and sounds so real, and it's saying all the right things, and I'll make you feel better, and I'll always be here for you, and I'll never hurt you. And, and it might not hurt me uh, initially, but over time, 
it will. Over time, sugar can lead to diabetes. Over time, uh, porn addiction can lead to isolation and loneliness. Uh, anhedonia also. Gambling addiction could lead to financial debt, losing your house. Like in the beginning, oh, it's so much fun in the beginning. Oh, you were my best friend. We had such a good time. But over time, not so much, right? So that I want you to understand that the reason why we have to challenge this idea of sobriety being the goal is because if we have that idea, if we believe that sobriety is a goal, then we're really saying that if I stay sober, then I'm worthy. But if I take a drink, then I'm guilty. I'm a bad guy. And it's that kind of black and white thinking that got us into this mess, right? Now, it's not about being good or bad based on how many drinks what we've had. It's about really understanding ourselves and loving ourselves without condition. You know, loving ourselves regardless of what score we got on our report card or if we did have a drink or uh, if we did watch porn. It's about saying, hey, I still love you. We can recover from this and we can we can navigate our way forward. And, and also, before you even do that, just understanding how we even got there to be like, hey, I understand why you did this. Um, you know, X, Y, and Z is happening in your life. And uh, we can manage some of those things and solve some of those problems. And together we'll work our way forward, right? Together we will figure this out. Um, instead of letting the, the food or the addiction be the thing to make you feel like um, it's got your back, right? So that initial checklist, the steps, the calls, the prayers, is not just a routine anymore. It's a gateway, a doorway to something more vast, something larger. It's like we step from fear and judgment to a space of freedom. No more traps. It's a journey. And, and that's what I really want you to understand. There is no goal line here. There's no finish line with sobriety. It's about being like, oh, I like being with myself. I love being with myself, regardless of my challenges, of my um of my failures, quote unquote, of uh, my struggles. I love being with myself and I recognize this is part of the journey. I went for a walk this morning. I have uh, asthma and also I have dysautonomia. And so sometimes during the walk, I'll start to have symptoms and sometimes I'll want to turn back. I'll be like, ah, it, it feels like it's a, a bit too much. This walk, we live on a hill. And sometimes I can take the hill with no problem. And other days, uh, it's really a struggle. And sometimes I turn back. I actually, this morning, I turned back and I came home. And then I said, you know what, Leo? Let's go back. And let's go back because I'm curious to see what will happen. Like, is this thing going to manifest into a, uh, an all-out asthma attack where I, I can't breathe and pass out? Or... Is that the height of it? You know, because sometimes we'll start to feel some discomfort, uh, a little antsy, and then we think, oh, it's only going to multiply. It's only going to get worse. It is going to become a catastrophe. And so we try to avoid that, right? We, we avoid any type of, of discomfort because even just a little bit of discomfort, we go, oh, it's, it's definitely going to hit 10x. And I tell you what, I turn back around. 
I went back and I was fine. It, it, it calmed down after a bit. It was just my body adjusting to the load. I, I recognize I, you know, I haven't been home for a while. I was on a cruise ship. I come back and uh, we hadn't really done hills like that. So my body was adjusting and adapting. And, uh, and fortunately, I was curious enough to explore that. Now, that doesn't mean it would work out every time. You know, of course, uh, I'm going to take a, <laughs> there's going to be a time where I explore my curiosity and uh, it, it, they got to have to rescue Leo flowers. But today, that was not the case. But the point was, I enjoyed the journey. I told myself, wow, you know, at, at the very least, this will be a story. If I live through it, it'll be a, hey, you know, I went for a walk today. I passed out. I had to be rescued. I got a story out of it. So I was more curious about the journey and uh, the sharing of the story than I was about being fearful um, about the symptoms I was uh, experiencing. So I want you to imagine sobriety being more like hanging out with a friend than this measuring stick of success and failure. It's not about relying on shame or guilt anymore. It's about love acceptance, and connecting with yourself and others on a deeper level. It's the kind of thing that sets your, your inner tiger, your inner uh, cheetah, whatever, your, your inner wolf, right? It, it's, it's, what, it's that, uh, that thing that, that lights you up and sets it free, right? We want to, because we have this inner animal within us uh, you know we talk about people who um, uh, have a spirit animal and sometimes we we're afraid of it we're afraid of the, the dog within us or the wolf or the lion and so it never really gets a chance to to be a lion or a bear or a cheetah it never gets a chance to run free uh, because we're afraid of it and and so when we learn to become a better friend to ourselves now, now we can give that inner animal, whatever your spirit animal is, we can give it room. It can be an elephant, a rhino, whatever that spirit, it could be a polar bear, right? Whatever your spirit animal is, it can set it free when we come into that place of love and acceptance and connecting with ourselves, right? Over time, our journey can lead us to redefine the game, to redefine sobriety. Instead of being the finish line, it can become a bigger story, a story of being our own best friend, showing ourselves some love, spreading that love around, no strings attached. And that checklist, boom, is just a stepping stone. It's just a stepping stone to spirituality, that deeper connection and that doesn't care about labels or judgment. So as we talk about sobriety and self-love, think about the power we've got, the power to turn a checklist into a journey, to decide what things really mean. Sobriety in this vibe becomes this beautiful side effect of living a life rooted in spirituality, love, and just being cool with who you are. Thanks for hanging out with me today on Before You Kill Yourself. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 988 number. Take seven seconds, please, 
and share this episode with one other person. You can chat, talk, text with any of those 800 numbers that are listed in all the show notes. Let's get to tomorrow together.